Uh, welcome to the show. What's going on? What's up, bro? Another right. fun episode. Yeah. Another strange one episode. Strange ones. I am. Uh, I'm Tom Cat from uh, Strange Root Podcast. And I'm Juan from the Juan on Juan Podcast. I'm just watching you uh, light your blunt, bro. Yeah, I'm just light, <laughs> light up a little doobski. And then I also got. Um, I got a screwdriver. I got some uh, vodka and orange juice, and I also got a dirty old Milwaukee ready. Bro, what's a good drink? Cause like I always, like I never know what to drink. I always drink like rum and coke, and that's the only yeah. one I know. Um, uh, it sounds what's that one? It sounds weird. Um, but Sex on the Beach is pretty good. Now I can't remember the what the fuck's in that. It sounds weird, like to drink it, but I think it's like what is it? It's like vodka. Orange juice and some other juice. That one's pretty good if you look at it. I can send you some recipes. I usually just do like, you know, vodka and orange juice or a juice I like. like I got peach juice. So I'll do like vodka and peach juice. Like I usually make my drink stronger, but I'm a fan of drinking and shit. So, and like you can tell by my show, but I'm definitely fucking been strange too brew much. podcast, yeah. <laughs> bro. Like, uh, what are you an IPA guy or what kind of? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll get like I was trying to go cheap. So that's like why I got some piss, old Milwaukee. Bro. Yeah, old Milwaukee is pretty <laughs> fucking gross. Uh, but I'm an IPA guy. Like, um, this won't be when we record. But I did a podcast yesterday, um, with some people from the Fourth Hand Network, just as they wanted me on one of their shows, the Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But uh, I was having I had a little bit of a Sparkle Puff on there. Sparkle Puff sounds weird, but it's, um, Flying Monkeys is a name like um a brewing company in Canada, um, near Toronto. And they make like crazy different types of beer. They have like cupcake flavored beers, like the weirdest shit. But I like this thing called sparkle puff and it's 10.2%. You'd have three of those and you're fucking good. It's like the four locals. What, what's the percentage on yeah. that? Uh, the four locals was like eight or some shit. Really? That's like, it. Well, or maybe it was more, uh, maybe it was more. I try to think of it. Um, yeah, it's but, uh, that, bro. So I guess we'll just get into it. I just want to say this little fun. Uh, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a satellite, or is it hollow, or is it an alien base? <laughs> we don't fucking know, but we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I got some. Uh, I got some edibles too. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna really dive into them tomorrow. Yesterday I had a couple, uh, but just before this, I'm still gonna enjoy it now. But before this, I uh, it was one of the hard candies. So I had one of the hard candies. It doesn't taste the greatest, but the the gummies I got, like I got fucking Sour Patch Kids and shit, and they taste pretty good. My cousin sent me a picture of a capsule full of THC, and inside the THC was a fucking mushroom, bro. What really? <laughs> That's wild. That's right? fucked. Yeah. <laughs> That blast you off for sure. I know. That's fucked. I would, yeah, you'd be fucking ripped with an edible and, and, and mushrooms because they both take equally as long to kind of kick in. <laughs> yeah, and the shit I got was 400 milligrams. That's for the whole pack, I think, but that's still pretty strong. It's a lot stronger than most places I've seen that have edibles. It's like 200, 180 kind of shit milligram, but I want to go with something stronger. So, but, uh, We'll just get into it, I guess. Yeah, I'll start off. The moon off. is roughly, yeah. Oh, yeah, if you want to start off, yeah. But I, all, I, all I have is that the moon is roughly 290 million miles away and roughly the size of uh, the USA around um, 2,000 miles in a diameter. But it's still like a huge mystery. That's all I've had for other than just, I don't have the cons- like other than conspiracy <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> well, that's the thing, bro. I, I have to work on this where 
I present the factual, quote-unquote, factual evidence, and then yeah. I want to dive in because, bro, you got to foreplay first, right? You got to ease in. Yeah. You can't just stick it in right away, and, and that's how you <laughs> – sometimes that's how you lose people. <laughs> no, it's I agree, like, totally. It's like, hey, the moon, yeah, it's a reptilian – military base ruled by whoever and it's like oh you lost me bro yeah, so i know yeah you gotta you gotta grease the poles i guess right so so obviously since the beginning of humanity everybody has been fascinated by the moon and there's obviously a lot of theories about its origins but we don't know 100 percent how it was formed so it's obviously a celestial body that orbits the earth and it's our only natural satellite right it's the fifth largest satellite in the solar system and the largest among any planetary satellites in relative to the size of the planet it orbits, right? So that's that's where it starts getting a little weird. It's the second yeah. most dense satellite in the solar system. And they think, they think it was formed, and this is where they lose me, bro. They think it was formed 4.51 billion years ago, not long after Earth. They speculate that it was formed from the debris left over from an impact from between earth the proto-earth what they call it and this hypothetical mars-sized planet called thea yeah and they think of the of this because of physics because you can't just have something floating by and automatically it's gonna boom fall into the orbit right that's what we think like oh mm. the, the whole gravitational pull it just pulls and it starts it doesn't work that way so they had to pull something together be like okay well there was a big crash and from the big crash they had this debris organize itself over I don't know how many millions of years and form, yeah. you know, that. Oh, that's what fucking, I think, I think Billy was trying to explain that to me on one episode. I was <laughs> like, no, it's like a bunch of different rocks and it come into one rock. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. So they say it's in a synchronous rotation with the earth and it always shows the same yeah. size. So we're face locked with it. And because of the moon, we have obviously tides and you know changes yeah. throughout the day and stuff like that and we first reached or humans man first reached the moon in 1959 by the soviets right if you believe that they actually did and they yeah. intentionally crashed a crashed the, the the their mission their rover or whatever it was onto the lunar surface and they achieved a soft landing in 1966 after this nasa was the only one to achieve a manned lunar mission to date, apparently. And Apollo yeah. 8 was the first manned orbit in 1968, and then six manned landings between 1969 and 1972, the first being Apollo 11 in July of 1969. If you believe in that, right? Like, that's the whole thing, yeah. if you believe. And But the problem is, since 1972, we've only visited the moon by unmanned spacecraft. That's what gets me. It's like, what yeah. could possibly be going on that... And, and we'll get into that. So... More background, obviously the moon has provided influence to societies, cultures, religions all over the world, right? There's some religions that, that their their beliefs that the, the sun and the moon and all these all these celestial bodies are gods to them. And obviously you have astrology, mythology, different languages also influenced by these celestial bodies. And the surface of the moon, there's evidence of volcanoes. And even some evidence of where there used to be water and ice, but they say some scientists believe that the ice was deposited through impacts of comets, right? It's got its own gravitational field and even a little bit of an atmosphere, although it's almost non-existent. But the thing that gets me, and this is, I thought this was very interesting, 
there's evidence that supposedly it had a thick atmosphere about three to four billion years ago for about 70 million years. And it was formed from the gases, the volcanoes and all that bullshit. But yeah. then this other thing I didn't know about, it has an asymmetrical permanent moon dust cloud that's created by particles hitting the surface. And the yeah. dust stays above the moon for 10 minutes, five minutes to rise and five minutes to fall, which I thought that was really interesting. That's weird. I didn't like see that either. But I was looking up a bunch of shit. That's weird. Yeah. So and again, it, it, so I'm going to get into some anomalies and. And we'll start working our way in there. But scientists say the moon has a lot. Obviously, you look at the moon, it's, they say it's made of cheese. They say it's all, all these craziness, <laughs> right? And it's got all these impacts. And I look at the moon, bro. I got a telescope and I look at the moon all the time. And it's, it's really weird, right? So there's obviously a lot of impacts, a lot of craters. And when I did that episode with Mark Sargent, one of the things, because they don't believe in space, one of the things yeah, that flat he said. Earthers. <laughs> yeah, flat earth. <coughs> they think it's like these projections, right? Like these advanced projections. And that's what we see at night. There's obviously no weathering because there's no water or wind. Yeah. And these craters, one thing that he pointed out to me was that they're at a 90 degree angle, right? So they're head on, all of them, if you look yeah. at it. But then... Some of these craters are really big, and they all appear to be the same depth, right? And they, they don't know why, right? Scientists can't yeah. explain that. And not only that, but the, the craters are convex, right? So when, the, yeah. when it hits, it's like the moon is still bulging out a little bit. And it's like mm-hmm. they're talking about maybe it has some sort of shielding, like some metals core that's blocking it. That's, and that's when you yeah. get into the whole or artificial. no core at all. <laughs> <laughs> so... They talk about it having like a metal shell under the surface, but then it it might just be hard fucking rock. Who knows? But they say it can't be hard because of the supposed mass of the moon. But there's obviously yeah. something stopping it from going further. But if they yeah. talk about it, you know, stopping or the the if they if they if the mainstream science says anything about it, they'd have to admit that the moon could be hollow, right? Like, but again, it could oh, yeah, just be yeah. hard fucking rock. Who, who, who the fuck well, knows? The, the Soviet, uh, the Soviet scientists put forward the belief that the moon is not a completely natural world, but a planetoid hollowed out eons ago in the far reaches of space, and that huge machines were used to melt rock <laughs> and form large cavities within the moon. I got a bunch of like interesting, uh, weird shit like just b- broken down, but. It uh, was spewing the molten, uh, molten on the surface, and a protected like hull, like an inner shell. Um, so kind of what you were talking about, and it says that's almost like um, a metallic, like junky rock, and a yeah. giant craft that was maybe steered through the cosmos and then finally parked in our orbit. So that's like obviously a far fetched one, but yeah, the they Soviets say that they didn't it. believe it was hollow. Yeah, S- which some, is weird. Yeah, some religions talk about that the that's the thing. Like some religions talk about when or cultures about when the moon wasn't there, and other cultures yeah. have like these gods or whatever towing the moon to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like towing it there well, and it's like no and that's crazy and that's probably that's probably obviously like who knows what they actually think people would look back in history and religion and culture and stuff and think that's just like a metaphor when it could be like a serious thing like a ship like a spaceship towed this fucking thing you well, know what i mean the like they could have a picture <laughs> with like there, a little man on a star yeah that's the thing there's and I talk about this shit all the time where there's a, a mystical and a literal comprehension to everything. And obviously, yeah. religions use a lot of symbolism and things of that nature, 
which is okay, but once you start taking it into a literal sense, that's when it gets yeah. gets weird, right? So, obviously, the, what do you believe, bro? Do you believe, like, because honestly, I don't even know what to believe. Because when they landed supposedly on the moon and, and they brought yeah. back space rocks that they gave samples to to different like political figures around the world did you hear yeah. about that where they tested it and it was petrified wood <laughs> really i didn't yeah, read that bro. shit i remember them saying they brought back moon rocks and all this shit and like who knows if that was true at the time that's why like i have conflicting beliefs in my head like i do believe it's it's very possible they could have faked it to get ahead of the russians which would make a lot of sense and then the how many people counted the footage looking fake Especially during the live uh, taping yeah. of it when they had it live on television and stuff. It's really weird. But also, I do think that they have been like, who knows, the United States government or some older civilizations that are not as old as we think have been to the moon. But like that, that there's that one we mentioned on one of the episodes that we said, you know, they're they're not we're not going back up there. Like there's something up there. And we'll get into, like, both of our theories maybe near the end of what we, like, really think is going on on the moon. Uh, but there's actually very little similarities between the moon and Earth. And the old theory that the moon just broke off of our planet or some other planet or a fucking comet or whatever um, and then ended up in our orbit can actually be, like, discounted. It's well accepted the moon's uh, original... Uh, the, orig the origins of the moon of being part of the universe, it was actually moved into our orbit, like you were saying. Um, and there's scientists uh, that believe that the moon was too large to have been a capture actually be captured by our orbit. That's weird to me. And the orbit of the moon is also, um, like you said, it's like enigmatic. It kind of goes on its own. It has its own rotation and its own gravity pull almost towards it. Um, but it's weird that it's perfect. Uh, it, it's a perfect circle and stationary orbit. So unlike other things that kind of go off orbit for a bit and then come back in, it seems to be a perfect. Yeah, it's, it's too perfect. And there's no nothing's perfect in nature. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Nothing is perfect. There, there are no straight lines in nature. And that was another thing. So not only is does the size of the moon hit that it's not normal, the size of it compared to the Earth, like you said, and then the near perfect yeah. circular orbit but not only that, that's dude, okay, my, that's yeah, fine, so right? Like, like, let's say that shit happened, right? Let's say it's, it's yeah. perfect orbit by the chances of whatever. Yeah. The only problem with that is that it's the exact distance between the Earth and the Sun to get full eclipses. And that's why a lot of oh, people yeah. think it's artificial and not natural. And then Be because like of... Flat Earthers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because of the moon, obviously, we have the seasons. And maybe because of the seasons, why we might have life. So they say... Did aliens create the moon? And obviously, yeah. this whole perfect synchronicity or coincidence, whatever you want to call it, that's why a lot of people believe in God or in a God, right? Like, oh, everything's yeah. too perfect to be just a coincidence. Yeah, and I don't really believe in coincidences. And, like, I'll get into some crazier shit later on to do with the reptilians that I've, like, heard some shit about and, like, who knows and everything. But, like, I'll kind of keep it a little more simple until we get to the end. But it is believed that the, the moon could be possibly older than uh, the Earth and Sun. Scientists have dated some moon rocks as far as billions of years ago. And scientists nowadays accept that the moon is 4.6 billion years old. So there's conflicting people that think it's only a certain, um, like, oh, this many billion years. And people have argued about this shit as the day is long. But, like... Um, 
Supposedly a reported uh, lunar conference in 1973 dated the lunar rock uh, as five, actually 5.3 billion years ago, uh, making it almost a billion years older than our planet. But what they think are how old our planet is could be entirely fucking wrong. Well, uh, dude, I think they could be wrong about all of it. How do you even comp? How do you even have, dude? Explain this to me. How do you even have the technology to tell you? That something is five billion years old. How the fuck do you even yeah. calculate something like that? And and I did that episode with Michael P. Masters. Uh, I think it was Thursday yeah. night. And obviously, how he thinks that aliens are us from another time and you know another time in history. Yeah. And I asked him. I said, obviously, he's an evolutionary. He, he studies evolution and he's an anthropologist and stuff like that. And I asked him. I said, dude, how do you like how what's up with these numbers man like how do you even comprehend these numbers and you just hey man that's that's just what it is but i don't i have such a hard time wrapping my mind around that how how they well, know no, I, me too right yeah like, and how, how they get it and how how they can scientifically prove that that's it but then some people some scientists will say we're billions and billions of years older than what they actually think in the universe itself but then there's some scientists that like it's almost like there's scientists that are opening their brains up more and allowing to have more possibilities but then there's a lot of scientists that go with like the darwin theory and then all their fucking bullshit is based on darwin's first um like research and shit so it's like i i don't know i don't believe that they actually know that's for sure they don't know like how are you gonna tell me that they knew what was going on before the big bang like how how are you gonna how are you gonna tell me that bro like seriously like oh we knew what was happening and the big bang was formed by these ripples in time and space and they say that it happened when time and space you know when you have a wave and there's like a like a flat like a like when you have ripples in that flat spot that when that flat spot happened between time and space that that's when it like like just exploded and i'm like what and like not only that but Mm -hmm. that they say that the universe is constantly expanding at like some crazy amount of rate and like that the stars that we see is like light from millions and billions of years <laughs> yeah, ago no. like you know what i mean that 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 fucking blows my mind and like trips me out and shit all the time to do with that because the fact that we're if that is true what are we we're staring at stars that have been dead for millions of years that thought alone is crazy i think people need to look up in the stars more and like appreciate what the fuck we live in we live like if you look outside we don't have a roof on us you just see out into outer space technically um if that is the case but also like to do with that and i think that i don't know if like alien ships are smart enough but i've seen plenty of weird ufos and me and my friends caught this or me and my one buddy we were like using binoculars watching the stars i've said the story on uh strange Rue before and stuff but you've seen ufos bro yeah i've seen a couple weird ufos were you high uh yeah i don't know maybe half the time (laughs) i'm always high so it's hard to tell uh but like that i've seen doesn't count bro yeah, well, we used to get stoned and watch. We used to look up, and he had better eyes than I did. And we would see what we thought were stars, and they would like be changing colors. And that's how I usually identify that maybe it might be a UFO because a lot of UFO depictions end up showing rays of color light because they use color hues to communicate or whatever. We used to see fucking stars that were like go. We would literally see a flash of blue, then red, then green, then well, yellow. Well, that's the thing, dude. So like, I, I was talking to Michael and. 
his theory behind that is that the actual UFO is a time machine, right? That's how it's like a saucer and it's spinning yeah. because in theory, you need like a, a crazy amount of spinning force in order to like bend time. Because time and space are the same, yeah. dude. And like I learned that on this episode with this guy, time and space are the same thing. And yeah. the whole light stuff is he says that they use it to be able to project where they want to go in time, right? It's like this crazy theory where you look at a cone of light, right? And like, obviously you have yeah. a flashlight and the flashlight is the one that, or, you know, the origin of the light and whatever yeah. shoots out from that's a cone. So he says yeah, that that cone that. of light, anything within that cone of light is reality, right? And in order to travel back through time, you have to find a way to manipulate time and space to flip that cone upside down. So he, the way he said it was you take a cone, right, with ice cream, yeah. and you obviously you have the ice cream sitting down. When you flip the ice cream upside down, you can travel back up through time, right? So you literally yeah. have to manipulate. Bro, it like blew my mind. <laughs> Just <laughs> no, like even thinking trippy. about it, right? No, I know. And that could make sense. Maybe that's, I don't know what me and my friends were seeing. And I've seen it numerous times where I see like what looks like a star. But then if you look closer, you see it shifting colors almost, but like too quickly for it to be just, it seems like it seems unnatural. And I've seen tons of things I've seen that look like they bob in the sky and they're like going up and down. They'll go side to side and shit. And like, and we'll always test out, like I've joked with Billy and stuff like that. Is that like, you know, back in the day, I used to think everything was a ufo like i used to see a plane when i was like first getting into this and i should be like having a cigarette when i used to smoke and that stuff and i'd be like 18 bias, 19 bro. you want to believe yeah, like, you want to yeah see i want to believe yeah so i'm like convincing myself and then now that i'm getting older i question everything but i've seen a lot of this shit and kind of bring it back like there has been also astronomers one particularly in 1963 that saw reddish glows on the ridges of the moon just saw like a bunch of weird glowing but red and this was actually after uh, a similar glow of gases and expansion were photographed by a Russian astronomer in 1958 so this was before another guy caught these weird red glowing like colors coming from the moon and this red glow uh, they may th they actually kind of think it could be volcano eruptions but the moon is deemed to be volcanically dead and yeah. it seems like there's something on the surface that is making these weird color anomalies well have you seen iron sky bro yeah yeah obviously <laughs> well maybe it's a nazi base right <laughs> that's a big thing and like I know you said, I don't know if you like really know too much about David Wilcock or if you're a fan of him. Um, some people think he's a nutcase, but like I've actually read his book and I think he, and I've watched a lot of his videos. He makes a lot of sense when he, when he talks and some of it might be far fetched and shit, but he always talks about, and I've said this before on my podcast plenty of times, that there's a Nazi base in the moon and that they, you know, that. Nazis were up there and then they took it over and then they actually had like people from the United States, the space program were up there and they kind of took over this base and they got people to go work up there and kind of do um, like uh, terraforming, like building yeah. shit in outer space. And then... People were uncomfortable living in this swastika-shaped base, so they actually built it into a square. There's all the weird theory out there. Like, oh, yeah, they built it into a square so people would feel more comfortable. Well, the swastika is an ancient symbol, and obviously the Nazis Yeah, and Buddhism. Him. Yeah. He reversed it. It's like so, so we have... Obviously, we talked about the moon possibly being hollow, which is I, I think it's one of my favorite ones, because obviously I, I yeah. like the theory of hollow Earth. 
But I got more on that too. The so, reason yeah. they say it's hollow is because in 1969, a portion of yeah. Apollo 12 was crashed on the surface of the moon. And when mm-hmm. it hit, the moon rung like a bell for an hour. Okay, that's Yeah, it fine. caused like an artificial earthquake pretty yeah. much. Like they made like an earthquake happen. So later, Warner Von Braun, who was the head of Nazi at the time, with yeah. Apollo 13, they crashed a heavier portion of Apollo 13 onto the moon and the moon rung. At first, it, and the, with Apollo 12, they said it rung like a bell. For the second one, it rung like yeah. a gong for three hours with a depth of 20 miles. So for 20 miles, it rung like a gong yeah. for three what, hours. Yeah, and it, this crash was equivalent to 11 tons of TNT. That's fucking That is wild. fucking crazy. And the, the first one, the first time they actually made it ring, it was ringing like a bell for almost 40 minutes. And the vibration took almost eight minutes to reach the peak. And then it would obviously, like, it, dis, it uh, dis, dissipated. Um, after a while, but still the fact that it vibrated for eight minutes and a high velocity was like, that's kind of fucking weird to me. Do you wonder how they know that it rung like that? Like, what do they have on the surface of the moon? Oh, they, well, it said that they actually had, um, they had a seismic devices, like a, like sensitive equipment that recorded the moon actually. And I don't know if they had it on the moon surface already and were just testing shit to be like, let's see, well, like, you know, throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks kind of stuff. Right. So maybe they're like the side of like this crash this fucking thing um and they have these seismic sensors to see if it how hollow or how like because maybe they had belief in it maybe they were taking stuff from the nazis book and hitler said the shit was hollow so then they're like let's try this shit that'd yeah. be my guess well you know do I mean? you know about all the trash that's on the moon too like all these tons of trash that are on the moon and like human shit and stuff yeah what? You yeah, got like, Dookie up there? Yeah, like the astronauts <laughs> and like their shit and everything. There's a bunch of stuff up there apparently. Like and that's the thing. What dude. when astronauts go up in space, do they just like shit in a thing and then they pull like in an airplane and then it sucks out and freezes in outer no. space? They I think they put it in bags, bro. <laughs> I would think so. They vacuum. And then when that they shit. bring it they bring it down back to Earth. <laughs> yeah, they vaccinate it. Well, supposedly I was researching, I think it was like I think it was like interstellar travel about how like the radiate. Obviously, you have the what is it, the Van Allen belt around the yeah, world. The van, the, yeah. Well, yeah. I was reading about like inter, interstellar belt. travel yeah. and how how you would be able to survive in in deep space. And one of the ways to come obviously is like, oh well, what about all the radiation? Or what if we build structures up there and like all this radiation is going through the structures? They talked about. What do they cover themselves in Dookie? Well, that's the thing. The <laughs> one of the chemicals when it's when when shit is being broken down, that you can use it as a, as a shielding, right? So you would literally shit in a bag and use the shit and <laughs> in the bag to make like a shield around the whole entire spacecraft or whatever. <laughs> that's <laughs> fuck. Just code the ship with a bunch of fucking shit. Yeah, imagine like, you got a leak in one of the bags or something. That's crazy, bro. What the fuck? That's pretty crazy. <laughs> would you go to the, would you go? That? Um, I've said this before and I have, uh, one of my songs I, I, I've said, like, I'll be the last person to go to Mars and shit like that. But, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm already afraid of heights kind of and shit, right? Like we talked about. But, like, also, to not know, I do believe that there's aliens out there. And there's a famous um, video, actually. If you look it up and for everyone who wants to look it up, 
believe it or not, I believe they're crafts, but if you look up the NASA tether footage, it will say that these are just satellites and all this shit. Uh, but the NASA, NASA tether footage, they put like, um, pretty much this like equipment up into the atmosphere or the ionosphere. And it was supposed to take a, like electric magnetic energy from outside of, uh, earth, but they caught like a bunch and it was in the sixties or seventies or something like that. But they caught a bunch of these things and the tether supposed to be huge. So then they catch all these anomalies, all these things moving back and forth. Like if you look it up, one is just that NASA tether footage. It's weird as yeah, hell. I looked it up. Yeah, and it looks weird, and there's it looks like there's millions of things just floating through the sky, um, and there's people that point out that the ones, there's big objects that look like they're vibrating, and people say they could be like a mothership, and then, then there's smaller ships. I do believe that this might be a bunch of UFOs or that they're just not telling us. Well, here's the thing. That's an, in the, I, I don't know if it was a Flat Earth video. I might, it might have been Mark Sargent that I saw where he was talking about if you take, obviously thermal goggles and look up in the night sky you'll see a bunch of flying stuff around and yeah you know i don't i was talking to my girl about this the other day yesterday or the day before and about going into outer space and like how wild that would be and how they know i would want to do it scary though how, how dude tell me how like nobody's ever been through a black hole how are you going to tell me it's going to deposit you in another point in time Somewhere yeah, else, or, or it like, might just tear apart your entire fabric of your body and how, like, everything right? matter. And <laughs> like how we take all these laws that these guys, like Albert Einstein, and all yeah. these laws that he wrote in like 1915, and we're still talking about him in 2020 and proving him right in 2020. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, well, how? they always like talk about how, how do they maybe have alien intervention, like. Almost like psychically, like aliens put these thoughts into their mind, which had our planet evolve. Like, that's why I do believe in maybe the reptilians and uh, what could be that scenario and stuff. But like almost like a being from another reality or a different dimension, like almost whispering in humanity's ear and leading us in a certain direction, either if it's good or it's bad. Well, you we, we talked about this last time, right, about how you have obviously... You had people like Nikola Tesla that were talking to yeah. aliens, right? They were talking about how they were receiving transmissions from Mars, and there's different talks about this. And then we talked about the Nomos, how these yeah. people had all this knowledge of the stars and, and astronomy. And when you asked them who told them, it's like all oh, these guys who came down in some sort of, of vehicle. Yeah. And I... I like the ancient astronaut theory hypothesis. I like it. But yeah. then at the same time, it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. But the thing is, dude, another thing was, another thing that I talked to, you have the Fermi's paradox, right? Like if there's so much life yeah. out there, where is it, right? It, when I talked I to Michael about it, he told me pretty much that what we perceive as human right we're bipedal yeah we have you know we walk on two legs we're the only mammal yeah. that chokes we're the only mammal that that faints right we're, we're all the, all this craziness and by us being bipedal when you take a monkey and stand him straight up he's looking straight up right he, he looks straight up yeah. that's why they walk on all fours and w as we evolve supposedly right the bigger your brain gets the smaller your face gets and they call it <laughs> that's it's, weird. it's got a it's got a weird name that's why you, you see like these these chihuahuas with the big heads and small faces 
the same thing yeah. like pugs. They have big heads, small faces. As we evolve as a human species, as our brain gets bigger, our faces get smaller. So that's why these that's, that's really alien weird. grays, that's why you have them <laughs> yeah. that they look like us. So that's why they believe, right? Because if the gravity on Earth is what it's on Earth... In other planets, yeah. it's not the same gravity. So more than likely, whatever other alien species there are, if there is extraterrestrial life, it won't be bipedal yeah. like us. They might not even move, bro, because moving to us with fighting gravity <coughs> is erects havoc on our bodies. Yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. We have obviously knee problems, spinal problems. We have all these mm. different problems that comes that from, is true, yeah. from us being bipedal alone, dude. It's crazy. It's yeah, crazy well, and they, I, I do believe that they could be bipedal creatures and stuff, but also they've said, like, you know, that even in Egyptian times, maybe some of those... Um, those statues were depicted in like the right form where they're actually that size because they could say if the gravity density on another planet was different than ours, maybe they're yeah. giants and they need more well, weight to hold them down and shit. Yeah, well, almost kind of thing. That's how you get the Anunnaki theory. And the reason that people say that, that they're depicted as obviously, again, it could be symbolic or it could be literal, right? Because if, if, if you have a person in a painting that's depicted bigger than the other people, it might mean their social status. But not only yeah. that, the problem with those pictures is a lot of them, you have, you have what they have lions with manes sitting on their laps. In yeah. order for a lion to get a mane, it's got to be full grown. Yeah. So yeah, it's like where they, they really have lions as cats. Because yeah. they were giants, right? And that's how you get the whole Nephilim. And it's all biblical, yeah. right? Like you have all these demigods, Hercules, and you have all these these things that happen that maybe perhaps what we call angels or demons are actually aliens from other dimensions yeah. because we only perceive what we can see as humans, right? And like you have yeah. all these other animals like like hawks or like owls that can see like at night. And yeah, oh, yeah. the cats they, can do that shit and the too, eagles so that can see from like so far away and catch prey. Yeah. It's like those yeah. beings or those, those animals and stuff are so far advanced, like different parts of them. Obviously, they're not intelligent like us or they might be yeah. right in their own world. They yeah, might be knows? how they obviously you talk about an autistic person, how they're smart mm -hmm. in their own world, how we talked yeah. about the dolphins, right? Maybe the dolphins are like geniuses in their world because they're super oh, yeah. smart. Like it's crazy, you know all that. Yeah, that's it's weird because we don't really actually know. And like um, to bring it uh, back around to like the moon and stuff. Like there's actually like so many different theories of people seeing different stuff. And in the early 19th century, Sir John Herschel uh, in England saw an unidentified lights on the moon during an eclipse. Know that some of the lights appear to be moving above the moon. Other astronomers uh, of the same time period also reported seeing ge uh, geometric patterns of lights of that look like the assemble of cities like almost like little cities on the moon and in the mid 1960s nasa will but the, they're never a straight answer so i stabbed the op operation to in investigate many of these strange flashing lights over the moon and uh they didn't nobody received any extraordinary reports but they don't fucking tell us the truth and then also there's in 1959 a dark object was observed hovering over the moon for two hours and a month later, a famous British astronomer, Will, uh, D. H. Wilkins, verified the sighting that he saw it too. He also like logged it in that there was some weird thing hovering above the moon. Like that fucking is trippy as shit. 
Seriously, we're like, there's a bunch of weird shit that has to do with the moon and things hovering over the moon and and sh- like shit flying around the moon. Well, I was watching. Did you watch that video I sent you? I've uh, I watched a bit of it, and I've also seen other. Like I watched a whole documentary a couple years ago, all about all the objects and anomalies they've seen on the moon and the, all the evidence. It's fucking weird structures. Yeah. That's the thing, dude. Like, there's supposed structures on the moon and all this craziness. But what makes me wonder is, obviously, we talked about confirmation bias. Yeah. And a lot of these videos, they show, obviously, they they talk about the moon being a spaceship of some sort because of all these anomalies, right? The craters, the size of it, its position, how it can be too perfect. And and you have depictions of it in movies, right? You have Star Wars. What is the Death Star? It's a planet-shaped yeah. <laughs> thing, right? And it just makes yeah. me think maybe these reptilian overlords, right? They have they put this symbolism in movies and media because obviously you have projects like MK Ultra and all these different yeah. things of mind control within the government. Which, by the way, it all has to do with Operation Paperclip because. The Nazis were doing fucked up shit to people. And guess what? The Nazis didn't die. They just relocated to America. And they took those same ideas and they do it on the American people (laughs) with MKUltra, Project Mockingbird. That's true. And all this. Well, yeah, because MKUltra was like that whole, that was like Joseph Mengele and his people and shit kind of um, doing that to see what would happen between Mind like control, tons bro. of doctors. Yeah, and to see just, and they also do these things to see what would happen and they probably learn techniques of mind control. It was actually pretty interesting with like MKUltra and shit. There, there is um, a hospital or yeah, it's a hospital or like a psychiatric building uh, and in the late like... In the early 1900s in Quebec, they were like doing MK Ultra. To uh, when we dive into MK Ultra, we'll talk more about that. But it's pretty interesting, and how even like yeah, with bringing all the Nazis over here because they knew how to develop rockets and all that shit, and they were on their way more than America was. But even like this is weird, and I mentioned this on our Hollow Earth episode that like the supposedly um, it's it was two million people went missing after World War Two uh, from Germany. So, Nazis I've heard, and shit. I've heard two hundred and fifty, and I've heard up to two million yeah. people just disappeared, and that's why they talk about going to Hollow Earth and all this craziness. Yeah, and not only that. The the thing about Hollow Earth that freaked me out, right? Obviously, you have the Admiral yeah. Byrd account, which, okay. This guy was a decorated general, admiral in the army. Some guy who was no bullshit, you know, yeah, by the book guy. <laughs> and obviously, the thing was, uh, it was published after he died. It wasn't published by him. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a little eh. But one of the things that blew my mind was that general, what is it, Donuts? The general that talked, <laughs> it was one of his famous generals, one of Hitler's famous, famous generals that he was talking I about. I hope his name is General Donuts. I, That's it, sweet. No, it is. It is. <laughs> Look it up. So he, he talked about two separate times and two separate speeches that he gave yeah. talking about that they had found the impenetrable fortress of, I think he called it Agartha or like some weird name that was. Agartha, yeah. That was hinting that to Agartha. Weird. And it was like, did yeah. they really find 
a hollow earth? Like, why can't we go yeah. to... Well, we should definitely dive into that on another episode because I could go so much deeper. But I've heard a lot of weird stuff. Like, I just wanted to mention this. Like, David Icke talks about this stuff. Who knows if it's actually true? But how, like, the whole the sad, uh, the Saturn moon paradox where, like, supposedly Saturn is, like, an energy source and it reverberates some sort of energy. And supposedly he talks about how, like, the moon is, like, almost like a speaker in some form, uh, but do with electric magnetic waves and how it affects our brains so that's why there's people that say like maybe they set this thing up in certain times it causes certain behaviors uh full moon uh you know what i mean more more rapes happen more crime happens more disturbing activities happen during a full moon more weird shit like my girlfriend uh works with kids and when they were acting all crazy and like freaking out, like on the first day back or something like that from a weekend, they always joke like, "Oh, was it the? F- uh, must have been a full moon." Well, like, there's all these things to do with that and how maybe it affects us. How how much of our bodies is water? What are like eighty five percent or something like that? Obviously, I think the, it's sixty five seventy. So, yeah. Something like that, where obviously the moon pulls the tides and that's how you get what lunar lunatic like you have these play on words perhaps (laughs) that's true perhaps it is that and have you have you heard and i believe that's why the whole 5g thing freaks me out whether it's true or not do you believe it have you heard the sounds from space that every planet makes have you looked that up dude well, we did a, um, a strange recordings episode, and we had—I think we did have like um, the, se- the the sound they caught from a black hole or a planet or something. And it's some of it's weird. I'm trying to think back to it if I remember well, exactly what it sounds like. For those like. for those listening, I encourage you to YouTube sounds from space, and there'll be tracks. There'll be like videos of like the sounds from every planet. The I did a Saturn time cube. Theory, uh, simulation hypothesis episode where we talked about Saturn, Kronos, Satan, right? Moloch, these same archetypes and how yeah. Saturn is the demiurge pretty much. And the he's orchestrating like the whole simulation. So he's behind the whole simulation thing, right? Where the whole simulation hypothesis. And the reason... Yeah, that's where the reptilians come into it Yeah, too. and that's how when the, <laughs> with, with our energy and all this stuff, like that's why they always... How, what's how, what's happening right now? They have a problem. Here's the problem which they created. Let yeah, it let's fix it. Yeah, let's <laughs> let it do its thing, and then out of nowhere, hey, we have the solution, right? But then yeah. throughout that entire time of turmoil is when they're benefiting because they supposedly use this energy, and it's really interesting because if you listen to, I think it's Venus or Mercury, the the goddess of war, Venus, right? Venus is the goddess of war. Yeah, yeah. Venus. Venus and, is the goddess of love. Or Mercury, then, the <laughs> goddess of whatever. Yeah, I, think, I think it's, yeah, whatever So it is, yeah. if you look up either one of those two and look up the, the sounds from Saturn, dude, the sounds from Saturn, yeah. it sounds demonic, dude. It sounds like very, yeah. very weird. And mind you. I should you, look this up. Yeah, and, and mind you, this is, this is frequencies coming from those planets that are being projected yeah. onto space and who knows right like the whole why is there a big hexagon on the top of saturn right they, they've tried to recreate it here on earth and they can't they've they've recreated it to a point but then it just breaks up and they can't figure out how the fuck it stays put together yeah. at, at that size on Saturn. there's so many things that we don't even understand and that's why i believe in the whole frequency thing and that's why i believe in all these ancient civilizations that there is a part of of the world and of 
behavior of reality itself that's influenced by sound alone and who knows oh yeah i totally agree right? and like things how how do we even where do we even get music from and how that stuff yeah. all that kind of shit at the end of this episode I, i'll play uh the noise from saturn to end it yeah, um no. that'll be kind of final add that in wow um but also i've heard some weird shit man like about like there's supposedly like how the dark side of the moon supposedly there's a bunch of cities on the dark side of the moon and people that and it's also dangerous supposedly back there like also there's all these theories that the moon is like a safe haven i've heard this for multiple different um species of aliens or ships it's almost like a gas station and there can uh, supposedly what they say there can't be war on it so kind of like reptilians can show up and then the greys can show up and they'll all hang out and drink beers together and then they'll all go you know fuck kids or eat fucking people or whatever the fuck <laughs> they do and shit so like you know what i mean so there's all these different theories but i remember this one guy i was listening on coast to coast and he was saying how he he astro projected and then he left his body and he decides to try to focus on the dark side of the moon and go there wasn't and that one that guy that works with david wilcock whatever the, the, the other guy uh no no that uh i'm gonna get into him eventually dave or um cory good yeah that guy and i heard he's another yeah, fraud yeah, um, I'm not sure. I'm never going to say they are. Like, I have two of David Wilcox's books, and I have another one. You don't on believe Audible. Mark Sargent, but you believe this bullshit, dude? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, well, a little bit. Come on, I don't believe dude. The fucking <laughs> no, the thing is, I've I've listened to this shit for a while, and, like, I've, I'm starting to read another one of his books right now, and, like, it's just some of what he says, yes, could be far-fetched. You're a fucking like fanboy, dude. That's what you are. You don't, You're doing a conspiracy... What do they call it when you when you uh, you're you're being biased against some conspiracy? Like yeah. that's fine. Like I don't care. You yeah. believe what you want to believe. No, I, it's just I don't. I'm not saying that like I believe him. I'm saying that he like David Ike does, and a lot of people think he's fucking crazy yeah. too. They do make good points about certain things. I'm not saying that I believe all of what they say. Like especially Corey Good, he seems like I try to read body language and how a person acts. Yeah. And yes, people can lie and stuff. But I've watched his talks, and he the he's at least. What I believe is that they're convinced of what they believe. Well, it but, might not be true. But you but say something long enough, and <laughs> yeah. you'll believe it, bro. You. Oh, that's what Hitler said. Yeah. Yeah, you can. If you, you, if you say something and repeat it. Yeah. You over, can over. train yourself to not give off these telltale signs that you're lying, yeah. and you can just repeat it over and over and over again. And yeah, I watch yeah. all these guys, and I look at their body. I look how many times they blink and all this shit, yeah. right? And how when they're talking and yeah, I'm hoping it's right. That's me. Like I'm more of like, I hope that this is like real and this we shit does exist. We want to believe. I want to believe yeah, so it bad. Seems, I want to believe more that more shit's going on. But this was uh, the one guy I was talking about was just a guy on coast to coast, and he was just talking about like in a normal dude, a dude that like did drugs in his life and partook in acid and all this kind of shit. I listened to this years ago, and I, this always stuck with me because I remember listening to it in bed or something because it kind of creeped me out. But he was saying uh, how he like tried to astral project, he astral projected, and went to the dark side of the moon and saw like structures and cities almost like he said like reminiscent of kind of matrix shit but like not and he said that there was people getting tortured but it was people's astral bodies essentially that were getting tortured and like horrific things were happening to their souls where he's like even when you're dead or even your soul can feel pain and he was like making it prominent that this looks scary to him even if it just was a dream but that shit fucking always stayed with me because i was like that'd be creepy and he said they had some weird the reptilians or these 
these dark forces had some sort of weird equipment that they were using to like pretty much like torture people's souls or their astral bodies, which I thought was pretty fucked up, even if it's true or not, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Again, because (laughs) when we think of aliens and all these different entities, we think about human body. We think about biological bodies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anthropomorphic, like a person. What if these aliens aren't that? What if they're in another dimension and they're energy and they're just ether or something within anywhere, right? And a lot of these UFOs and stuff like that, I believe a lot of them are our own technology. I believe that because... That could be true. And if you want to believe in in Roswald or whatever, you want to believe in all that shit, maybe, okay, maybe. But I just don't know, dude. I, I don't... They wouldn't ever tell so. us that there is aliens. They they, no. they just won't. But well, at the same time, yeah. we're getting to that, right? We're getting to this post-disclosure world that I yeah. think it was the Russians. I was listening to something today where the Russians are getting ready to release, if they haven't already, that was supposed to be by yeah. either March or April, these files of their studies on the dark side of the moon. And what? Well, yeah, and you guys in the States are the only people that I think that have really never done a UFO disclosure. Um, but uh, you can look it up on YouTube. Defense Minister Paul Hellyer of Canada, and I've went into UFO conferences, and he was there doing um, talks. I just didn't go to his talk. But he was the Defense Minister of Canada for five years, and he had someone email him about, and everyone could go look this up because he says this right in uh, the middle of, of what, like, Parliament, technically, like, our Congress kind of thing. Right. And he said that there's five alien species that they know of five to seven, but there's probably more. But he was getting emails from the certain person. But that they're good, uh, he though, right? mention names. Yeah. Well, no, he said that some of he doesn't they don't really know that some of them could be bad. I can't remember the whole video. Yeah, they're, they're, he did this in front of Parliament. And they're like, saying talked about it. they're saying that they're good. Right. And, and you have the that, U.S. <laughs> talking about this imminent threat and that's why we need a space force or all this all this bullshit right because think about it dude why do we need a space force and yeah okay let's say let's say that there is alien bases on the moon and this is what i wanted to talk about earlier that when i was watching that that thing i sent you these guys and this goes for mars for i think venus as well that they've found from satellite imagery and from all these scans and stuff they found these different anomalies on the surfaces of these different celestial bodies and they really that's the thing it's like when you listen to a song and you you sung the lyrics wrong like the whole time that you've known about the song and then when you read the actual lyrics it's like oh this is what it's actually saying when this guy's showing you a picture of what looks to be like a temple on the moon in a crater Right with the base and everything. As soon as he says yeah. that, oh, it looks like a pyramid. You automatically, boom, yeah, that's a pyramid. Yeah. I know you your brain does do it. this. So yeah. these guys want to believe these ancient alien guys, especially the show. Right? They want to believe yeah. so bad that there's aliens on the moon and all these different structures. And like, there's weird. Right? They show you like a blob, and they go, oh, this is a. They showed one on the moon that it was like a pillar, like a pillar that was like two or three miles high. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. it's like a glass pillar on oh, here is like a geometric like structure, like this cube looking thing on top of the yeah, surface. That's and it's like Wilcock a fucked up says, picture yeah. from like 1970 something. I know. Where's the real proof in what? the real pictures? And if and if Corey, that's what I do. Like, it's interesting to listen to and whatever. Like, I don't fully believe it, but I like to talk to these fuckers on their own. But it's interesting to hear how they're like, oh, you know, like 
um, oh, I went up to the moon and I got um, I regressed and then I they regressed me back into a child and put my body in like a ch- like it's fucking weird and what they say and how he's like oh working up there and I worked on the moon and with these blue avian creatures <laughs> but then there's no proof of it but there is like a lot of people do capture weird shit on their telescopes like uh, a couple captured uh, actually like a, uh, a luminous pyramid structure on their own telescope yeah. and uh, they were not large but they were large enough to actually like capture it and for them to see it well enough and it was two pyramids and then the way that they shadow formed on them it almost looked like a horned owl was like on the moon and on the face of the moon yeah which is fucking weird and like that's interesting that you even said that with the Moloch because it could be symbolism or whatever but also there was a strange object photographed during an Apollo mission that has been named the castle uh, yeah, by Hogland yeah the Disney castle the on the is. fucking moon, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super weird. And, and like it looked like a remnant wall of an ancient building, but the bottom supports columns, and it looks like a fucking castle. Yeah, like, it looks it's like fucking a, they call it the, oh, the glass castle. You said. Yeah, no, it's just called the castle. Well, that's supposedly that when I was they, watching they called it. the video, the guy called it like the glass castle or something like that because it looks like this castle. Yeah. It's like made out of... They think there's like a bunch of glass up there. And the whole yeah. thing with NASA being behind everything, supposedly the colors from like the pictures of Mars are wrong and like the Mars really isn't yeah. that color. And the surface of the Never moon is... Never a straight answer, dude. Yeah, Never the, a straight answer. The surface <laughs> of the moon isn't really white. It's actually like a gray, like a dull gray. But then... Another thing that blew my mind was that, have you heard, and I went to Kennedy Space Center not too long ago, and I was I was in this planetarium type of thing, and they were showing a video of how we went to the moon, like this lunar orbit, and what I had mentioned yeah. earlier, Apollo 8 in 1968, when they orbited the moon, I don't know if you've heard this footage, again, it, it's really weird, and even them, you, I think you should put this footage at the end of this episode, or both, of yeah. Saturn and this, because they look up Apollo 8 strange alien noises on the dark side of the moon, and look that up, dude, okay. when they lose contact with the world... Because they're on yeah. the dark side of the moon, bro. They're hearing these crazy, crazy noises from who knows where. And even them in the in the space yeah. shuttle, or whatever. They're like, dude, what is this? And the guy's like, I don't know. He's like, do you think we should say something about it? He's like, I don't, I don't think we should. And this is <laughs> all recorded, so. bro. And <laughs> yeah, then obviously they came out and they were like, no, it was just interference with their radios. And they always say that shit. It's always believe, something. Uh, yeah, it's always something. I don't something. believe NASA, and I do believe they're fucking hiding shitloads of things that uh, we don't even know. And they've been proven to have airbrushed shit off the moon. Oh, yeah. You could, with people that like even are kind of just basic, have basic understanding of photography, see that, okay, that's an airbrush movement, that's an edit out, like they can see where they do it. Or they discredit you, right? Like, oh, you're crazy, like yeah. David Icke, oh, you're schizophrenic or whatever. Yeah. And fine, man. Yeah, I don't. It, I, I feel what I like about David Icke and two is like that he doesn't give a fuck. And like I did, uh, I got his documentary and it's like, and it talks about his life and everything. But he actually just doesn't give give a fuck. No. He, you can call him whatever you want. You can make fun of him any way you want. He's going to keep doing what he's doing, and he's going to keep making money, yes, and selling books and all that shit, but he'll keep spreading a message that he thinks is real. So Yeah, you know. and that's another thing, right? <laughs> because you think about, okay, let's say that these reptilian overlords are so powerful, right? And they have this spaceship that's the moon, like a Death Star or whatever. Let, let's say that, that yeah. all, all that is real. 
if they've been hiding it for so long, don't you think that they would stop one guy from talking about it? Or perhaps yeah, maybe yeah. that guy is part of them. Have you seen David Icke's fingers? Like, <laughs> don't, don't even mention that. My buddy Mitch, that's been on the podcast. Every time he f- I fucking talk about David Icke, he talks about his fucking fingers yeah. and how his hands are fucked. And I was like, well, if you wrote fucking 20 fucking books in like fucking 20 years or how many books he's done, it's ridiculous. Um, your f- fucking hands would be fucked too, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, again, I don't knock anybody for believing. There's obviously, like, like you mentioned earlier, there's a lot of outlandish, outlandish yeah. things that I don't believe. Yeah. And, but like, like John make my own said, assumptions. <laughs> the, yeah, the more I look into it, the less I know for sure. Like that's, or the more I see, the less I know for sure. That's what John Lennon yeah. said. And it's true because the and more, he got shot, so. the more you look <laughs> into it, the, the more questions you have, you, you're left yeah. with more questions than you are answers. Well, and that's why I, David, I did fucking give, send me down what he calls the rabbit hole when I was very young, like I would say 16, 17 ish, like going on 18, like where I was convinced that 2012 was going to happen and all yeah. this shit. And I was in my early 20s and I was drinking a lot and doing a lot of stupid shit uh, because I didn't give a fuck and I thought the world may be coming to an end. Uh, but I've changed my thought process now being almost 30 and shit like that. But listen, looking at the stuff, especially as a young kid, and I was always into anti-government music and all that stuff and it is weird because i want like the feelings i used to get as a teenager looking up at the stars like just having a smoke or or being drunk or high and looking up at the stars and looking at the moon it used to trip me out because i used to think we're so small and now after all these years of working and growing up and having to pay bills and being conditioned i don't really have the same imagination or the same you don't have the time uh, for, drive it, for it yeah and it's weird i used to love this having a smoke and then like have a smoke or two, look up at the stars and the moon, listen to a really trippy song, like a Vinnie Paz song or like a weird Necro or Ill Bill song, like some even moral technique, something that would like get me on that like conspiracy edge. And I would sit there and like th- look, see stars moving and think that they're aliens and stuff. And it was fun. I used to get like almost creeped out, but like, like I've seen like lights that were f- big flashing lights. Like one time, especially I was like, even to my mom, she's not a big believer in it. And I ever seen this big flashing light and I was staying on our porch, which is kind of deck like up like a little higher. And then I was like, check. I was like, what the fuck is that thing? It looked like a big, like huge white light, but going up and down. And then somebody came through the front door, like coming into the like house. We turned around for like a second, turned back. The thing's absolutely gone. And it was like a huge light where it, like almost lit up our backyard kind of shit. I've never seen a UFO. I yeah. don't know how, again, like, because I want to believe, right? And who yeah, knows? I know, maybe I have and I just <laughs> discredit it, right? But I'm like, like, I'm like you, dude. Like, I'm constantly looking at the sky and like, oh, yeah. what's that? And like the other, like the other, I think like a couple of days ago, I was going to go walk outside with my family and I was looking straight ahead and I was like, man, that's a really bright planet. And then my girl just looks at me <laughs> and she goes... It's a plane. I'm like, oh. And then I saw it start, like, you know, the flashing lights. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. It was just a plane. Yeah, I, that was, I couldn't that. see the lights flashing. But it's like you want to believe, right? Like you I want know, man. to believe. But another thing that I think about is, like, let's say these reptilian overlords. Again, let's, let's throw that out there. Let's say it's real. <laughs> yeah. When what the original Bush senior talked about the whole secret society, that, yeah, that famous that speech, right, on what was it, 9-11 and 91? Yeah. Don't you oh, yeah. think... These guys, these elites of the world, these Mm. reptilians, don't you think if they truly are trying to control the world and have this new world order, don't you think they might have 
fucking figured it out by now. If they have so much power mm. and so much influence, right? Well, I, yeah. And then there's the other route you got to go down and we'll take this into closing soon. But like that, even, you know, say whatever, whatever like that, you know, they could have had this plenary. I do believe that there's good forces in the background that are trying to stop this. And like David Wilcox talks about stuff like that. There's um, a, a little kooky woman named um, uh, Peggy Kane and she supposedly recorded like reptilians. And she's the one that started talking about reverse speech and how you can hear people say the truth when you reverse their speech and their actual true intention. Um, so she has a bunch of videos. We can talk about her when we dive maybe more back into reptilians because I would dive more back into their theory and I could yeah. look up a bunch of crazy shit. I saw my girlfriend freaking out. She's playing Spyro. Obviously, it's getting hard. <laughs> but uh, how there's a bunch of different weird shit out there and like that we don't really know. Um, and But I do think there's a good force behind some of this shit and that there's always going to be like star wars man good and evil i think a hundred percent that it's the force balance it's how you use it that matters so if you're going to either use it for the dark side or use it for the light side and again i I believe in that right like i I believe in all that type of stuff but again i don't know man i they're definitely sacrificing children or raping them or doing very weird satanic weird shit. And there's different Satanism, right? Like I've always like joked and said, I'm a Satanist. I have a big bloody like cross on my arm and shit like that. And like that I believe we're all gods in our own right. And that's actually a Satanist belief. But there's also the dark side of every religion or every cultist practice. There's people that do magic and it's fun. And they believe that it bring it's the intention that they use that helps things like, you know, put out into the universe and bring it back and there's good magic and there's bad magic and there's good and everything but i do think there is people out there that are abducting children like known pedophiles that are very famous and shit like so there's a reason why they like like children or why there's such a big sex ring of child's like sex trafficking so there's a reason behind all this shit and i believe it's a lot more sinister and evil than we'll ever know that's yeah. for sure. Would you say that the say that it's a it's a satanic belief that you're your own god? Yeah, that like the well, Antoine LaVey talked about that, and his was more of there's different sects of Satanism, sections of Satanism, so to speak. Um, but Antoine LaVey, it was more of an atheist Satanism belief, but he did always talk about like I've read most of the Satanic Bible and stuff, and it's pretty interesting. And his codes of ethics makes a lot more sense than the ones in the Bible. Uh, but he talks oh, about yeah. how kind of like that we are the gods in our own right and kind of thing that we are all well, gods and whatever that's a God is. Yeah, that's. A Gnostic view from the Christians, from the early Christians, yeah. bro. Like that, they talked about the same shit. Again, this is why a lot of these different religions. This is way off topic, but a lot of these different religions yeah. <laughs> are all plagiaristic off of one another, right? Like, but yeah. that, that's all I got to say about that. But it's that they've been saying that for fucking centuries and thousands of years that we are gods. Like that's the oh, whole yeah. thing, right? Kanye West, I am a god. Like yeah. he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's fucking crazy. That's for sure. Yeah. Though. And he's part of the Illuminati, probably. I got a good place to close it on, I guess. So um, yeah. <laughs> you can, f- well, you'll see this uh, on both of our podcasts for our kind of swap cast, Strange Wands. But, you know, follow Strange Brew Podcast group page on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, Strange Brew Canada. Like Tomcat Hip Hop's mine alone. So look our shit up if you feel like it. Yeah, at the one on one podcast. You can follow me on there. I try to post every day, multiple times a day. And, Again, this That's will be good. on my podcast as well a little bit later, and we'll yeah, hopefully too. be back for some more weird oh, yeah. 
<laughs> shit, but yeah, just end it with the whole recording of the Dark Side of the Moon. I'm definitely and, and doing that. Yeah, I already have those queued. Uh, like, I'm going to go download the clips after this. Yeah, we'll definitely play that at the ending of this. So stay strange and stay safe. <laughs> Later, guys. Until These next are a time. collection of sounds recorded in outer space. Dun, dun, dun.